it is lonely here. And in order to grow and to build this life that we want to live, we want it to be sustainable for ourselves. So how do we do that in a way that gets us excited again? And I think podcasting is a way to do that. Hello and welcome to The Social Acre Show. I'm your host, Terry, principal and founder of The Social Acre Agency. This podcast is home for trailblazers and unconventional doers for all things business, entrepreneurship, mindset, and motivation. You will hear the honest edges of entrepreneurship, tools and habits to help grow yourself and your business, solo episodes from myself, as well as expansive stories from a wide range of guest speakers. Each week, you will leave feeling like you're not alone on the journey to wanting more. You can expect to feel inspired and empowered to get off the fence and take action. So pull up a chair and join the conversation. Hello and welcome to the Social Lakers Show. Today, I have the honor of being with Kim Tradewell, podcast strategist and business mentor. Kim, I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'll hand it over to you so you can share more about who you are and what you love to do. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm Kim, like you said, uh, with Man James Co., which is a creative digital company specializing in creating audio assets for entrepreneurs who are ready to increase their visibility and share their voice. So I have a deep passion for all things audio, storytelling, all those good things. So I'm so excited to share more with you today. Amazing. Let's just dive right in because I know podcasting and you know better than me is becoming so popular right now, especially as an addition for a lot of brands to gain more visibility and more exposure. So let's kind of take it, dial it back to the basics. If someone has like little to no experience in podcasting, where is a great place for them to start? A lot of people are unaware of private feeds. And I think that's a really great place to start because a lot of us business owners have a ton of value and content that we've already developed that we are just not sure how to create in an audio form or that they can use in an audio form. For example, how many blog posts do you have on a certain topic, right? And I mean, the end user is different for a blog compared to a podcast, but you could still pull that amazing value that you have in those blog posts and create a private audio under a certain category for your audience. And the beauty of private feeds is that it's a great place to start when it's not as much of a commitment as it is Mm -hmm. with a a public podcast, because a traditional podcast can be a bit of a beast. It can be a little bit daunting to start with. (laughs) And a lot of people are like, well, like, how do I, because you have to absolutely be committed to at least a season. And I also like working with clients with seasons because then it doesn't seem as overwhelming as well. So I would either do a traditional podcast in a smaller capsule season, or I would look at the opportunity and options of a private feed. Mm, That's amazing. I feel like when I first started, it was definitely way more work than I had anticipated. I have been dreaming about starting a podcast since 2018. And I remember 
I was like, you know what? I'm tired of my own shit. Like I'm going to order my mic on Amazon. It came in. I had no idea yeah. how to set it up. I had no idea what I was doing. YouTube and Google saved my life, but still like it's a work in process. You learn something new every single day. And there's so many people out there like you who are, mm. you know, experts in this and can educate people on what you can do to save yourself from all of the BS that I went through. Well, and it's a lot of a mind game too, right? Well, like yeah. we hang ourselves up over and over and over before mm -hmm. we even start. But oh, I think yeah. like you said, like, you know, you can DIY it yourself for sure. Or you can like hire someone like me to at least do a consult with to just get kind of a jump start, even. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's lots of opportunities to create a podcast, a public podcast or a private feed that isn't too produced, if you know yeah. what I mean. And I love that you talk about private audio feeds because the world of content repurposing is the best way mm -hmm. to do things. So if you're someone who's already blogging, I mean, how easy would that be to grab a mic and just read the blog and just so that it's also creating more inclusive content because there's people yes. who are readers, but there's also people who love listening. Like I'm a listener. I love to go on a walk and consume. Mm -hmm. Like it's like I'm reading a book when I listen to a podcast. So yeah. I love that. There's so much value. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that a lot of us probably understand podcasting is a long-term strategy, right? But mm -hmm. will launching a podcast really pay off? And like, what does that look like? Right. Uh, well, there's so many different ways of looking at the value of audio. And I always say audio because it can look so different for every business, for every person. So when you're considering using audio for your business, look at it as, as part of your business plan, not as an aside. Because if you look at it as an aside, like a side project on your desk, then it's a hobby podcast, which is 100% fine if that's your goal. But if it's for your business to increase your visibility, to get you known as the leading expert in your field, the go-to, it has to be part of your complete business plan. So that's why I love working with seasons because not every season you're launching a product or launching an offer, but every day we need to show up in some way. Right. So how do we increase our visibility and build our brand, our personal brand? And that's something that I've had to work on personally too, because it's just not something, a lot of us, we're experts in our field, but we're not experts in every area of our entrepreneurship and our business, right? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're a marketing expert, Terry, and like, you know, the importance and the value of showing up and letting people into your world and getting to know who you are and what better way through audio and through storytelling, because yeah. I just feel like you can just, you can feel and hear somebody's like, who they are and their character through their voice. And, you know, like a lot of people that I follow, like I have a Rolodex going on my podcast. It's ridiculous. But there's certain people I like listening to when I'm when I am going for a walk or certain people I like listening to because I'm like heavily focused on learning and education. So those are my go to people that I constantly lean on. And and maybe I'll try somebody new. And if, if I'm not really feeling their vibe, I go to the next person. But right. how amazing is it to let people in to know who you are in a unique way and get used to like to stand out and get to be noticed as yeah. who you are in that in that yeah. leading industry. That's absolutely one of the reasons why I started this podcast aside from, you know, connecting with incredible people like you, but mm -hmm. what I found was lacking in my business. A, I operate under a business name, Social Acre. So naturally building my personal brand can get A, confusing and a little bit harder to stand out as Terry when I'm operating under the Social Acre. So for me, my podcast was 
adding to my business plan in such a way where now I have this component where I can go express my personal brand and people can hear the way that I'm saying things. They can hear the passion in my voice as opposed to reading one of my Instagram captions Mm -hmm. that I can, you know, you can do professional copywriting and make it sound exciting, but it's never going to be my voice and how you may perceive it when you're talking to me right now. So, I mean, podcasting can be so powerful if you're someone like me who is operating under a business name, but wants to add that personal component where people can get to know me as a person aside from marketing and branding and all those things. So I absolutely love that about podcasting. Mm-hmm, 110%. And I would also would love to challenge your listeners to really think about how you can add audio into your world in a unique way as well, Mm -hmm. right? Because, you know, instead of doing a live webinar where people have to show up live, why don't you create that content in an audio form? Nothing's going to replace video. Nothing's going to replace copy, like you said, but adding the accessibility of audio can be a game changer and also super cool way to, again, make people be able to listen to and get to know you in a different way. Yeah, that and now you're seeing so many people combine the audio with video, which is Mm -hmm. even better. Like you're seeing these short clips of of people interacting with each other and having these powerful conversations. And you can only imagine how much that can elevate your brand and the the people consuming you and your content. So absolutely love that. And going into like costs. I know Mm -hmm. this is like boring topic, but it's one of the realities of like starting and managing a podcast. So what can brand owners expect when they are starting a podcast and they're after quality? Okay. Well, first thing is obviously sound. You want to actually, the most important thing is where you're recording. So you can record, like I have, I have clients that have gone on a vacation and wanted to interview one of their close friends, like on a trip. And I'm like, If you've got an iPhone or like a good phone, like the quality on the voice notes is actually pretty decent as long as you got like a set of headphones, but really be careful where you're actually recording because if you're recording outside the sound, it's just too, it's too big of a space and the sound quality goes off. So really stay close to us, like a smaller room, have the blinds shut, the doors shut, create a space where you can record and not have a lot of echo. And then if you can invest in a mic, invest in a decent mic. It doesn't have to be crazy. You can get like a Yeti mic for what are they going for now? Like $100, $150. I love like this. It's like my little go-to. You can't even see it. Sorry, we're audio. But it's like a little sure mic that I can take and attach and travel with me, which is super cool. It attaches to my phone or attaches to my MacBook. So it's like there's so much possibilities with mics and options for value. So don't let the cost be overwhelming. The next thing for outside of equipment is just platforms. So you need a hosting platform, which is going to cost you some money. My favorite is Hello Audio because I can use both private and public feeds on there and they are broken into tiers. So you can do bottom tier, mid tier or top tier, but most of like Lipson and all the other places, they'll have tiers where you can at least start. Mm -hmm. So you need a hosting platform and then you also just need to be able to record into something. So you can do that for free. You can record into Garage uh, Band on a Mac, like I said, on your voice notes, on your phone. Don't let the cost get overwhelming. There's always things that you can add on Mm -hmm. as you progress and as you grow. At the end of the day, you'll need some editing software too. But again, you can do that for free with Audacity or Garage Band. Garage Band, I don't even know if you can do too much, but you can do a little bit in there. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's a lot you can do for free 
free to just get started and get your foot on the door. But most importantly is to just get started. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like I said, I ordered my mic, it came in and I had no idea what I was doing with it. But my trick when it comes to accountability is I'm not going to do it unless I just buy the thing Uh or like just start. Uh So I was, I was in my head since 2018. Me too. Like thinking about it. And Mm -hmm. the only thing that got me started was actually clicking purchase on Amazon to buy that mic. (laughs) Now you're committed. Now you're committed. I'm like, it's coming in. I have to show my audience that look what's coming in. Like this is happening now. That's another thing I think to hold yourself accountable as well to get started. Something I always do is I tell my friends and my family. So if I go out there and I tell my boyfriend, I tell my friends, I tell my mom, hey, I'm starting a podcast. Well, how embarrassing is it going to be if I don't now? (laughs) So that's like my accountability hack. But yeah, I definitely found a lot of free things to get myself started. And then Mm -hmm. after I was started, that's when I kind of elevated up to more paid things and incorporated that way. So I think the piece that can be most overwhelming aside from the costs is honestly the technology. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, they look at a podcast and there's so everything? many moving. Yeah. Like how does everything flow? And my solution to that was honestly just outsourcing the editing right away. I was like, I don't want to learn how to do this. I don't want to sit on YouTube. And that was the one thing I just go on Fiverr, go on Upwork, find someone yeah. for whatever suits your budget who can at least take that one thing off your plate and get you started. Like you said, in terms of growing your audience, because I think that's part two. And that's the second piece that's really tricky uh-huh. when it comes to podcasting for you. Like, what are some foolproof ways to grow and connect better with your podcast audience? Oh, so podcasting is tricky. You can't just like build it and they will come just like everything else. You can, you can write an amazing blog post and throw it out in the world and nobody's going to read it if you don't promote it and talk about it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like any tool in your marketing box. You have to have a plan to be able to market and promote it so that other people get to know who you are and can find you easily. So if you are doing a traditional public podcast, talk about it. Talk about it. Like, I think the first thing is talk about it to your friends and your family so you can start shoulder tapping because getting ratings and reviews, especially when you're starting out is so hard. And I don't know why it's so difficult. I think people just aren't sure how to do it and didn't realize Mm -hmm. or don't realize how easy it is to do it. So if you really shoulder tap your close friends and family, because you you have a large network within your own sphere, right? So Mm -hmm. if you can start shoulder tapping and getting the word out there in your personal sphere, and then from there, just start putting and building it into your marketing plan. So if your podcast is released once a week, make sure you talk about it more than once a week and talk about it on more than one platform. I believe that life is too short to be in a position that limits your impact. And I believe that you are here for a reason. What change do you crave? What is it about your business that lights you up? The visions you're having about the impact you can have and the change you seek is real and it can become your reality. My one-on-one coaching program is a -a one-of-a-kind approach to business that merges strategic mentorship with done for you. So you can have accountability with built-in deliverables so you can really move the needle. The result, we will build a memorable brand, elevate your authority and amplify your impact through conscious strategy, possibility-based marketing and PR. Join the movement, click the link in the show notes to book a call with me and get an outline of how you can build a memorable brand. 
build show notes that can even be repurposed into longer blog posts, can be repurposed into different like on Pinterest or on LinkedIn as an interesting article for your peers. There's so many ways that you can repurpose it to gain traction and so Mm -hmm. that people get to know who you are. And don't again, let there be, you know, although there's so many people talking about what I do, because that's, that's not, I mean, there is a lot of podcasts out there for sure, but there's also a lot of blog posts out there. There's a lot of videos out there. What makes you unique is you. So mm-hmm. your your tone of voice, your voice period, your approach to your topic of expertise, all those good things will make you stand out as long as you talk about it and share it with others. Yeah, absolutely. And at what point, like in terms of downloads, when you're tracking your analytics and all that, should a podcaster start to maybe take interest in sponsorships and actually leverage that audience? Uh, I would say your first episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When I talk to clients and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you have something that you're offering in your own business. Start with episode one with a self-sponsored ad. Mm. Get people coming back to your world. That's why you're creating all of this content. Or talk to people that are in your area of business that are similar audiences and Mm -hmm. connect that way and see if there's some self-sponsored ads that you could do together if they have a podcast and you have a podcast to even reach more people. So that's even outside of guest pitching to other podcasts. There's there's so many opportunities with call to actions. Just Mm -hmm. make sure that you have them in your podcast starting from episode one. And if you don't, Build it in from where you are right now, because it doesn't matter where you are in your journey. There's people that want to connect with you and work with you in some capacity. So put it out there and there's nothing wrong with that. And then once you get some traction, for sure, when you get down to like even, I would say, 250 downloads and up, then you can start even shoulder tapping like businesses that you trust and, and use in your own world and start incorporating them. I already am using like Descript and Hello Audio in mine. And I don't mm-hmm. have 250 downloads yet because right. I've just started this journey as well. But I use those platforms all the time and I believe in them and mm-hmm. I have an affiliate link. So think about monetizing your podcast in different ways. There's self-sponsored ads, you can do affiliate links. And then when you really gain some traction, then you can start putting it out there and getting some sponsored ads. And it doesn't have to be too far in the future to get started on that path. Yeah, it's it's honestly a matter of not overcomplicating things. Yeah. And starting with what you have and what you know. Like I started, I think, with the first kind of self-ad being, you know, one of my services. Mm-hmm. And then affiliate links. I mean, that's a foolproof part Absolutely. of your business. Like just mm-hmm. look at the softwares you're already using, like day to day. Um, I mean, I love HoneyBook. So naturally mm-hmm. I'm gonna support it and I create an ad on it, no matter how many downloads you have. So I think the key lesson I want my audience to walk away from here is stop overcomplicating it. Like if you want to start it and you want to add that visibility component, that Mm -hmm. personal component to your business, I mean, a podcast, anything audio related, like you said, is the best way to go. In terms of ROI on time and money spent, can we wrap up with talking about a few of your best tips or strategies Mm -hmm. to really kick things off and be able to see that ROI. 
think it's a combination of a lot of what we talked about, but like your best tips. Well, batch record and not everybody believes in that, but I really am a firm believer in that, especially if you can batch record a few solo episodes. And if you are focusing on solo shows, like that's something that you can absolutely time within your marketing plan. Like let's say you're Mm -hmm. launching as a new product in February, we'll build some momentum towards that February launch with your solo episodes, but you can plan that out and batch record in one morning or one afternoon and have them all out. Because also remember that your podcasts, there's no rules, like set rules to this podcasting world or audio asset world. You can literally create 10 minute solo episodes. They don't have to be 20 minutes. Some of my Mm -hmm. favorite people that I follow are 10 minutes and less Mm -hmm. and they're weekly and I can count on them for solid value. And I don't have to like muck around with like, uh, okay, okay, my trend, where am I driving to? And do I have enough minutes to like actually listen to this whole episode? So remember that you don't have to overcomplicate it with how long, as long as you're bringing value. Batch record, always have certain days set out in your month that you are recording, that you're editing, that you're producing, that you're getting this out so that you can like sit back and relax for the rest of the month and worry about other things in your business. Mm -hmm. So I would say like spending that time where you're really allotting or batching time in your schedule for all of those pieces is really, really important. And what's going to keep you motivated and excited to keep going. Because at the end of the day, you're right, like you said at the beginning, it is a long term strategy, just like everything else is in Mm -hmm. our business. It's not going to have a return of investment that quickly. But you will and should see return of investment quickly with people starting to connect with you and talk to Mm -hmm. you if you are doing it right, if you're marketing right. And again, don't get overwhelmed with all the ways you can repurpose. Start with what you're able to do for time now and then build into your plan. Maybe quarter two, you repurpose into longer blog posts. Maybe quarter three, you start guest pitching on other podcasts so that you can build your network and they can find you and you can, you know, like all of those Mm -hmm. great things that you can do with a podcast. But I think it's just a combination of setting yourself up for success so that you can sustain it for the long run so that you can see those returns and be happy with your end product. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of ROI, like to me, the connection with other people like yourself is so invaluable. Mm -hmm. And that alone can not only help your business services wise and profit wise, but people-wise, like you can build a community that's going to fuel your business. And that community is going to be a hell of a lot more authentic than the one you build on Instagram, because you are meeting people, you are sharing your unguarded stories with them, your tools with them. Like we're exchanging information Mm -hmm. with each other and creating a relationship, which in my opinion is the biggest ROI of podcasting. It a hundred percent is. There's a lot of us out here that are still solopreneurs. And honestly, that is something that I am working on harder for 2023 is getting out of these four walls whether it's virtually like this, or this Mm -hmm. actually like locally even to get to like really just network and communicate and have conversations with people because it is lonely here. And Mm -hmm. in order to grow and to build this life that we want to live, we want it to be sustainable for ourselves. So how do we do that in a way that gets us excited again? And I think podcasting is a way to do that. Yeah. Like I remember, you know, I'll have weeks where I may not be feeling that great about my business. I may have a bad Mm -hmm. week. And then it takes one 
podcast recording with someone like yourself where you're just connecting, you're just talking, and it immediately gives you that momentum again to get through the Mm -hmm. rest of your week or to get through the rest of your day because you're like, wow, there's other people out there exactly like me working towards the same things. And it can be very empowering to just get out of your day to day and talk Mm -hmm. to someone else and be interested in them for the moment. So that's what I love about podcasting. I agree a hundred percent. There's so much value that can come from it. If you just give yourself a chance to overcome the barriers of mindset and tech, get over that. And you know what, it will fall into place. And honestly, launching a podcast can be a big to do, or you can just quietly launch. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that just to get started. It can be created in a way that makes sense and feels right for you. So that's the beauty of it. One of my favorite quotes from, I don't know if you're familiar with Lori Harder from the Earn Your Happy podcast. I'm obsessed with Mm. her. I've been listening to her since I was a kid. Uh And something she says that I absolutely love is like, instead of being focused on being the most interesting person in the room, always be most interested in others. And that's the best way to connect. And for me, I get that through podcasting because when I interview someone, I'm interested in them. I'm interested in you and your knowledge and your story. And I mean, what better way to connect than truly being interested in what other people have to say? Absolutely. And it also, we didn't even touch on this, but your speaking goes from like a zero to a like... 10 right away because you have to learn like how quickly you talk and mm-hmm. how many ums and ahs you do. And so if speaking in front of an audience or speaking, you know, in summits is on your list for 2023, like get started with audio because if there's anything that I have learned, even just from the last couple of months of me starting, it's like, okay, yeah, now I know how to even help clients more when they're, you know, interviewing guests or when they're doing solo shows, because I've already been personally invested in creating my own. So I have that mm-hmm. personal experience and I've also grown. I can't believe how much I've grown even just in the last couple of months as far as yeah. speaking. It doesn't oh, come yeah. naturally to me. And so th- this is really, you know, it's just like everything. If you work out more, you'll get stronger. So think of that in a way with your video, with your audio, with your blog writing, whatever you so choose as your platform for content creation in the new year, just give yourself a chance to start and and start creating and and have fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we could go on. But in wrapping up, can you share with my audience where they can connect with you and how you can support them in the new year? Absolutely. So you can reach me on Instagram or on my website, mayandjamesco.com or at mayandjamesco. And yeah, like honestly, I have intensive packages where we can just sit down for 90 minutes or we can create a day where we just get you ready to launch or we create content for your first season or we help you with your pitch deck to get in front of others. So we can create the day or the 90 minute strategy so that it makes sense for you. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here today, Kim, and adding so much value to my audience and chatting with me. Absolutely loved our conversation. Thanks for having me on, Terry. You guys, I am so grateful you're here and I would love to hear from you. Screenshot your podcast app and tag the social like a show in your Instagram stories. Let me know what you loved about this episode. I cannot wait to hear from you. And if you feel so moved, please leave me a review. I would be so stoked to hear from you so I can continue to produce episodes you will love. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you next week. Bye everyone.